Welcome back, besties. Hey, everybody. Casey has no clue what we're talking about. No, I do know what we're talking about. You do? Yeah. What are we talking about? We are going to talk about love bombing. No. Yeah, we are. Okay, fine. What did you want to talk about? Pottery. Oh, can we talk about both? Love pots. Love pots. Let's do love bombing first. <laughs> love bombing. The only reason I said let's let's talk about love bombing is I was just thinking about myself <laughs> as a little kid and how love bombing was how I received like validation that everything was okay. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, if my dad did something that really made me mad and he knew it because I wasn't shy about telling him. <laughs> You know, I would come back to his house or I would come back with gifts or, you know, like some like a special trip or it was always some kind of tangible thing that was served as an apology. So is that what you would consider a love bomb? No, no. I think (laughs) that that would be like a love like firecracker or something okay but i think it it set the stage for me in a lot of ways to misinterpret what love really is hi i'm casey and right here beside me is kelsey we are licensed professional counselors mothers entrepreneurs oh and besties we know firsthand what it's like to wake up one day and think how in the heck did i wind up here Through our own journeys of self-discovery, we found that joy is something that has to be pursued through internal work. Now we are on a mission to help women from all walks of life understand themselves more so they can have real lasting joy. Join us every Thursday to hear fun and insightful interviews with experts who can point you toward self-discovery and fulfillment. I mean, I've just thought about how I have ended up minus you ended up in relationships where love bombing got the other person farther in the relationship. Like it got them out of situations that probably I should have just broken up with them. Yeah. Because for me at one, I didn't know that that term existed back then. I didn't know what a love bomb was. And two, I didn't know that it was, it was negative. Because of my experience in the past with my family dynamics and with love grenading or firecrackering there, it caused me to see love bombing as not a red flag. So, okay, maybe we should talk about love bombing and guilt tripping. Because for me, how somebody got farther in their relationship was guilt tripping. Like if somebody guilt trips me or gives me some kind of sob story, I'm more likely to forgive them. Not if they tell me they love me. Mm. Just food for thought. I see where you're coming from, like the love bombing, the the firecrackers. So would they guilt trip you for something like the reason why they did something bad and make you feel sorry for them? Well, maybe it maybe it was playing off of what I already knew. Like, I typically forgive people because I think it comes from a place of more than just the relationship mm-hmm. like maybe or excusing their behavior based on their past right and i think that that's the human the human in us like we do that but you have to start to think okay 
is the guilt tripping manipulation or is it genuine? Because like, let's say we get in an argument, something triggers me and I do or say something that is totally not normal (laughs) for me, like not something that I would normally do or say. And instantly, as soon as I do it, I'm like, "Uh oh, I did not mean that. And I say, I'm so sorry. I did not like that was really triggering to me. This is why I did it. That to me is human. You make a mistake and it would be human also of you to take that into consideration and be like, I get it. I know. I understand. Don't do it again. But well, I think it goes back to healthy conflicts and healthy boundaries. I think if you did it over and over and over again and there was no change. That is manipulation. Right. Yes. So repeated behavior with continued guilt tripping and love bombing with no change, that's manipulation. Yeah. Which is also the red flags of a relationship. Right. And so I remember time, you know, like when I struggled forgiving people or should I forgive this person or whatever for something that they did, that's kind of the conundrum I always found myself in. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are human. They made a mistake. But when do you stop that and say, no, like this is no longer a mistake. This is now a red flag. And And I think that that is when. Also, you meet somebody named Kelsey. And Kelsey does not give any gifts for an apology. (laughs) Like, it ain't happening. I know that's so little and minuscule, but do you remember saying something? I was like, I'm never buying you flowers if I'm upset with you. Like, that's just never going to happen. Or if you're upset with me. Oh, yeah, I remember. (laughs) I remember. So I'm I'm not doing the firecrackers, right? I think bigger to that. I'm thinking, well, does she love me because I gave her flowers or does she love me because she actually loves me? Yeah, I really love you for the freaking (laughs) flowers. I mean, that's... (laughs) I'm just kidding. But you know what I'm saying? Like, But see, for me, it's like, it's not about the actual thing. It's about the the thought and the effort of like, oh, I feel bad. Like, I want to make her happy. Like, I want to show I'm sorry. I want to move past this. Like, I want a hug and I want to mm-hmm. move on. So for me, like, that's where it's not like, you know, buying you a, a diamond tennis bracelet as an apology. That's how I think that would be a little different. Yeah. Also, I remember when I was younger thinking love bombing was special. Like, you know, getting a bunch of texts in a day and posts on Facebook and flowers and candy and like like oh that that's so like who else is gonna do that stuff for yeah i think younger generations feel like that i think people mistake love bombing for unconditional love right which is totally different yeah and it's very conditional love bombing is because are they gonna post about you when they're pissed off at you Mm -hmm. are they gonna post about you when they're unhappy with you probably not So it is definitely a form of love bombing. Maybe it's a form of like behavioral modification. Okay, tell me more. (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe it's, hey, I'm going to do these things because I ultimately want you to do something in return. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't do what I want, then I'm not going to not going to show you love anymore. Yeah. And I think a lot of teenagers and people like that experience it now 
even more. And I think, you know, as I'm sitting here talking about, I think I need to have conversations with my kids about what that means. And that does not indicate a healthy. Well, and this isn't necessarily love bombing, but it's definitely an overlap of sense of self. Think about Snapchat. Are you tired of running to the lobby to see if your next appointment has arrived? Would you like a more discreet, stress-free way for your clients to check in? Take a deep breath. The receptionist for iPad empowers your practice to create a zen-like check-in experience. This episode is sponsored by the receptionist for iPad. It's the highest rated digital check-in software for therapy and behavioral health offices used by thousands of practitioners across the country. The Receptionist for iPad is a simple, inexpensive way to allow your clients to discreetly check in, to notify providers of a patient's arrival, and to ensure your front lobby is stress-free. The software sends an immediate notification to the therapist when a client checks in and can even ask if any patient information has changed since their last visit. Start a 14-day free trial of The Receptionist for iPad by going to thereceptionist.com slash besties. And when you do, you'll also get your first month free when you sign up. Like these kids are out here and if somebody leaves them unopen, they're like freaking out, even though the picture that they're sending or the response that they're sending is absolutely nothing. It could be a picture of their dog. Like that constant back and forth, back and forth, like I need attention or like, tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. Mm-hmm. Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? <laughs> Does that sound familiar? Yeah, I'm more like the tell me something sweet. But mm. I'm more like that's just my love language. Get me a candy bar <laughs> when you go to the store. Give me some flowers. I do like flowers. I think they're pretty. I would prefer not to have them as an apology, though. <laughs> you ain't never getting them from me. For an apology. Yeah, I know. I mean, relationship red flags are are difficult. And if you yourself have been through crappy relationships or, or, you know, maybe you've been the one in a relationship that's done wrong or you've been done wrong by someone else, it gets really blurry on what's a red flag and what's not. Especially in the beginning of a relationship like that honeymoon phase, because I, I truly believe... In the six months, the things that you're like doting and ooing and eyeing on somebody are also the things that you learn to, I don't necessarily think you hate about the person, but when the going gets rough, those are the common themes. Well, there's that saying that the thing that made you fall in love with the person in the beginning is the thing that will ultimately be the most challenging in your relationship. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So what would that be for me? Mm, I don't know. I'll have to think on it. What about me? Uh, well, I guess the fact that you're a girl. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes I just like walk away from an interaction just shaking my head like, what the fuck am I doing? You know? Well, the funniest shit is when you think like, you're like, can you get that? And I'm like, well, I can't. I have my hands full. Oh, or <laughs> or vice or, versa. That's uh-huh, the funniest uh-huh, shit. Yeah, or um, me in all black, black pants, black socks, black shoes, black shirt, 
and I need you to get the dog pillow from the bed and move it out to the living room because we're leaving to go buy you some Christmas ornaments, and you have on gray pants and a black t-shirt, and you're like, no, I'm not going to because I don't want to get dog hair all over me, (laughs) or the fact that you wear shorts outside and then I ask you, the back door of the vehicle is open, and you tell me, and I'm like, well, can you shut it? It's cold. <laughs> or um, the fact that I'm working, like, my butt off at this pottery studio, and there's this big, heavy bag of trash, and I've been, like, literally doing physical labor all day long, and my <laughs> arms and shoulders hurt so bad I can't even lift them. And I'm like, can you throw this in the dumpster when you go out? Oh, it stinks. It's heavy, and it's cold outside. <laughs> and so here I am, hauling a big old bag of trash outside. That's what I'm thinking. What have I gotten myself into? Well, she's leaving out all the times that I actually do stuff, but I am pretty honest. Like, if I don't feel like doing something, I'm like, I don't really want to, but I might consider it. Well, I guess the moral to this story would be, one, like, are you guilty of love bombing and guilt tripping? I think sometimes we do it and we don't even know. We don't even know we're doing it. And so just... Or we're accepting it because we don't even know. Right. What it is. Yeah. That it's a thing. So I think the moral to almost all of our stories on this podcast is is really just about self self-reflection. Uh, self-reflection and looking inward and trying to learn about yourself so that you have a better Have you know. ever been a love bomber? I think I have. No. You've been a love bomber? Uh why won't you love bomb me? I think in my early like when I was younger and when I was like in high school and stuff, I think I was a love bomber. Like, oh, I love you so much. Well, you don't even tell me Love, that. love, love you. You're the best thing ever. But, you know, it's not weighted by anything. It's just saying that so that they'll love you. It's not saying it because you actually meant it. You know, like when you're younger, I think you just say it to say it because you want to hear it back. Yeah, probably. I don't think you really have the capacity to be a love bomber. No, like when you're younger, I don't. I don't think that you really have the capacity to... Feel the way that you think yeah. you do. Probably developmental. Yeah. So are you thoughts? a love bomber? Are you a love bomber? Or are you a guilt tripper? And should Kelsey start taking out trash and... I might do that. Carry stuff. I do carry stuff. You call me Brutus for a reason. Your mom's like, you make her carry all that? Oh, poor baby. <laughs> okay, besties. Well, we will talk to you next time. Thanks for joining. Have a good one. If you're enjoying our podcast and would like to hear more from us, leave us a review wherever you get your podcast so we can keep making great content. Talk to you later, besties.